This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. That was cold and fast. <laughs> you came in hot. I came in hot on that one. You know what? Because he pointed, Gary, uh, he fell down and then he got up. All I saw was his hand as he pointed at us. So I was like, oh my God, I better say it right now before he hurts himself. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Riggle's Picks. I'm Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And of course, I was always uh, in the booth, Gary, Ow. today. And he's just, he's, now he's back in his seat. I don't know for how long, nope. but he's back in his seat, thank God. Gary um, shouldn't invest in chairs. I feel like the chairs... He doesn't do much better standing, either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless he's leaning on something. Yeah. He's he, a good leaner. He's a great leaner. <laughs> if there was an Olympic mm-hmm. sport for leaning... Yeah. The high lean. He would be an American hero. <laughs> He'd be gold medalist. Um, hey, Sarah, what's up with you? Oh, you know. Can I, Gary, look at her face. <laughs> yeah. She she looked at it and goes, just roll. Just roll. I look like... Because she's exhausted. You've been working too hard. You got a bun in the oven. Yeah. And it's about time. Well, you know, it's the, the last mile is always the hardest mile. It is hard. I, I empathize. Mm-hmm. Not, because I, not that I've been pregnant, yeah. but I've seen pregnant people. And I always know the last mile is the hardest. It is. Um... Tell us about your trials and tribulations. Well, I look like I've been stung by a thousand bees. Not true. And I feel like I've been stung by a thousand That might bees. be true. That might be true. Uh, you look like a wonderful pregnant woman. Even my nose is swollen. Like, you look like a pregnant woman should look. <laughs> uh, you do. You have look how look how thick and nice your hair looks. Did oh, you ever, I thought you were going to say. So did I. What? Like look that. how thick. I, I was like, <laughs> whoa. Butt looks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Your hair, mm-hmm. young lady. Mm-hmm. And Gary, look at Gary. He's like, uh, 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 I actually heard a pop of a of a fresh one. How dare you? <laughs> well, yeah, I've been able to work from home on Fridays for the last couple of weeks because uh, we don't tape on those days. And then I was on our show yesterday. And I really want to thank David Spade for making sure that I've been on TV consistently during my fattest <laughs> <laughs> like most tired moments of my whole life, you know. So then your comedy kind of comes out a little bit more, a little angrier, a little, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe the, maybe you found a new angle. <laughs> Just like I feel so bad sometimes. I'm like, 
Not, is it working though? Yeah. And then everybody's constantly like, God, Tiana, have you been pregnant for like 10 years? And I'm like, it certainly feels like it. <laughs> Trust me. Well, I, I mean, know. You're, you're close. Yeah. I'm like 11 days away. Okay. Yeah. The countdown is on. Yes. Uh, Baby Watch has begun. You can go to the uh, Facebook page on Riggles Picks <laughs> and the countdown. I think we have a countdown on there, 11 day t- uh, countdown. Mm-hmm. There's a baby pool at the office. Oh, so nice. everybody at work put in my. Gary and I have pool. a baby pool going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just on. On when you're going to pop. <laughs> oh, you do? Yep. Okay. Yep. When did you pick? I think the due day is like the 22nd. Uh huh. Right? Yes. I said, ain't no fucking way that's happening. <laughs> I took the under. <laughs> okay, good. I took the under. I say I say February twenty first. That's what's okay. Up. That's one day. It's under. one day, but it's still I take the under. Oh my gosh! Well, Gary said you weren't going to have it until March. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fair when you asked me to pick the date. Gary also, yeah, thinks I have the gestational period of an elephant. Uh, Eighteen months, right? Standard. Um, yeah, it's just. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I've been texting with Shay, Bennett's wife. Yeah. Because she's due today. I know. I was at a meeting with Bennett Uh this afternoon and he had to leave the meeting. Yes, because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she was like, I'm going to walk to the store and eat some pineapple because she was having some, but they weren't close enough. Uh huh. But who knows? I, I, I distinctly remember. I, I was remember. like, of course you're going to have yours the, do- the day you're due. Like, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Bennett's like, well, Webbers are always on time. I was going to say, that's, what, was that, like, that's his quote. He's like, Webbers are always, it's almost <laughs> like uh, uh, Lancaster always pays his debts. <laughs> a Lannister. <laughs> a Lannister, sorry. A Lannister always <laughs> yeah, pays yeah. his debts. It is his quote, but I'm like, oh man, if that's how you're, li- then my baby's going to be late. No, your baby's going to be early. I hope so. I think he's going to have to be because he's already, he was eight and a half pounds last week. Yeah. And if by that gauge, you know, he'll he'll be almost 10 by the time he's due. So that won't be coming out. (laughs) You know, I don't want my vagina to be playing the attic and Jojo Rabbit, too. Have you ever, uh, Gary? (laughs) (laughs) Gary, have you ever picked up a 10 pound watermelon? I picked up a 10 pound baby recently, but. And what was your what was your immediate thought of having to push that out of a, a hole the size of your <laughs> fist? I'm very glad I'm a boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of hope we go to the doctor on Thursday, so I'm just kind of hoping that. We'll now, get this going. now I know it's uh, it's it's not uncommon. It's actually quite common to uh, actually pick the day and induce. Yes. Is that an option for you or no? I don't. Really and by the way, want, this is all personal, so don't don't feel like you have to answer any of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't mind. I mean, I I don't want to do that, but I also don't want him to get too big. Yeah. So, and it's just like it just seems like that's just the way it goes. And mm-hmm. I'm glad he's big. He'll sleep good. That's mm-hmm. what I've heard. Yeah. I just went to see my um my friends uh just had a baby, you know, Brad Williams. He's a comic, little person, okay. very funny. Uh him and his wife just had a baby, so I went to see her and like I'm like, all right, I'm ready for mine. I'm ready yeah. for mine. I want something this cute to hold in my arms right now. Speaking of happy families, <laughs> have you talked to Al Madrigal and seen how he's doing since the 49er loss? I've been terrified to text him. I, we did a very cordial congratulations. Thank you. I'm sorry. One mm-hmm. of us had to lose. Okay. That was it. And I left him alone. Right. I don't know. I don't know where he is. I don't know what his state is. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, either. is he is he he's over it by now, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think he's over it, you know. I mean, he is in the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out with Jared Leto, and he's got that Ben Affleck movie coming out next month, so I think he's, like, probably fine. Oh, well, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's That's awesome. He's I lo- fine. Every, we all love Al. He's the best, so I'm, but, I'm ha- nothing but happy for him. You know, Lorenzo, uh, his son, is going to um, UC Santa Clara so that he can end up working for the 49ers one day. So, oh, my God. They love that team. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. Well, they're very close lot, with the a, owners. There's a lot of reasons to love it. It's a great, great organization. Yeah. And now, had they beat us in the Super Bowl, they would be a piece of garbage. <laughs> but I'll have, take the high road. Have you started, like, focusing on anything else? Like, can you even, like, think about Kansas basketball? Are you still, like... I'm still in the, I'm still in the, the glow. I'm still in the glow right now. And... Um, <laughs> I'm going to stay here for a while. I'm going to be wearing Chiefs clothing and paraphernalia throughout the year. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's you normally do that, but more so. <laughs> and this this paraphernalia, paint. yeah, this paraphernalia will say champions on it. Right? Oh yeah. Have you gotten any of that stuff yet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and um, I honestly think my Jayhawk basketball team, number three in the nation right now, if coach can get them to come around and really gel and we get a little more perimeter shooting accuracy uh-huh. we're gonna be tough to stop I, we're gonna make it we're gonna make a good run i mean aren't you don't you guys have like half a team because they're suspended from the fight we lost one <laughs> he was already a trouble your leader no 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 it's- isn't he isn't he back though in time for the tournament he might. I. I don't know. I never. You know what? I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it. the Super Bowl kind of took over. He got 12 games. He got 12 games. Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back in time for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I th- the. I uh, think he'll be back right around the start of March. Time. Yeah. yeah, you're in good shape. Oh, yeah, this is going to be golden. We'll have some fresh legs back in the back in the rotation. Yeah, I'm like I can't even th- like. Well, this weekend is the All Star Game. The uh, NBA All Star Game, yeah. So that that's, that's might fun. be fun. I took my son to that because uh, I did a bit with Kevin Hart. I remember you last remember year, and you said you got everybody to sign the yeah. ball. Or was whatever. it last year or two years ago? It's the one in L.A. Yeah, it was last year. I believe it? it was last year because I we told this story on the podcast. Was it last year? I think so. Oh my God, I'm losing it. A year ago, it's well, so crazy what ha- can happen in a year. Unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Anyway, special day for the boy. <laughs> special day so that's coming up and then i guess pitchers and catchers report and then it's the ncaa tournament like that's kind of like what's coming down the pipeline sports wise i'm actually stressed about i'm stressed because i i'm I'm starting season two of holy moly oh (laughs) um and it's night shoots right so we're shooting at night but it's going to eat up most of my march it's going to it really it's right in spring training and I'm like, I, I haven't missed in years. Right. You go to see Kansas It's kind of City my thing. It's in Arizona, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I road trip out there with my son and, you know, it's a special time. And I'm struggling to find a time when I'm going to be oh, able to do no. it. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed. Oh, so no. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll, have to fight. I'll have to figure it out. Could Somehow. you get another dad to take him? Like a, <laughs> like a good dad? Like someone who's, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. A dad that loves him. <laughs> A good dad? Nah. His grandpa, maybe? <laughs> you know what? That might, granddad's in town. We might be able to work something. I'm just saying, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't want to cheat anybody out of that, but I want to go, dang it. I want to yeah, go, too. You could just maybe, I mean, do you shoot on the weekends, too? 
Well, that's what I have to look at. But I'm on night shoots, so I'm going to be all screwed up. Right. You know, clock, body clockwise. But I can suck it up for. I can suck it up for this. Not for your son. <laughs> no, <laughs> not no, for I, your only son. Yeah, I put an ice mask on and go back to bed. <laughs> like the Hollywood big shot. I am. I've always wanted to go see the Braves in spring training, but they're all the way in Florida, and it's like so far. Uh, uh, bleh. Bleh. It's also Florida. It's also full of bugs and crazy <laughs> men. Florida, man. Uh, Arizona, at least there's no uh, no bugs. Yeah, there, there's not a lot. Just scorpions and stuff. Uh, I'm a scorpion survivor. Well, now it's going to be interesting with Mookie Betts playing for the Dodgers because that's a whole thing that just happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just that's the biggest right. trade in the offseason just right. happened. That's pretty exciting. Are you uh, happy, sad, indifferent? I am happy. I think it's great for baseball because I think what I've been saying all along is that baseball needs villains uh-huh. in order for the game to be fun. Like you have to hate somebody. Yeah. And now we have two teams that we can hate, one in the American League and one in the National League. We can hate the Astros <laughs> in the American League and we can hate the, the Dodgers. Dodgers in the National League because okay. the Dodgers are literally trying to buy a World Series. And if anybody knows anything about baseball, like you just – you can't buy heart and like it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. money – it, like it could kind of work in football sometimes, but you still have to have the strategy. But baseball is a long game, and anybody can win one game. Yeah, I mean, I, I always go back to look at the small market clubs that win championships all the time. All the time, Royals fifteen, Royals mm-hmm. went in fourteen. Like I'm telling you, uh, Hart, I'm yeah. with you. I'm I absolutely think... with you because the Yankees, uh, Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez. Uh-huh. His salary alone was equal to the entire Royals payroll. Right. Mm-hmm. One Yankee was equivalent to the entire Royals team. Mm-hmm. And they still didn't win. <laughs> no. They still didn't win. No, because so. the team has to be firing on all cylinders. There there has to be a little bit of magic. I mean, it's like it's a little money ball. It's a little heart. It's a little payroll. It's like it's, it's all those well, things team, together. The team has to believe in one another, mm-hmm. and they have to they have to play for one another. And somebody always has to step up. And what happens a lot of times on these great teams, they sit around and they go, "Well, Mister Big Bucks, I'm waiting for him to step up and make the play." Whereas if you That's take ownership, if you take ownership, you know, if you're if you're if you're the the second baseman who's not getting paid anything, and whatever, but you take ownership and say, "You know what? I'm not waiting for anybody." To step up, I'm going to try to make it happen. I'm going to try to be, and everybody has that mentality. Things start to happen, mm-hmm. but instead, a lot of teams are like, "Well, ask Mister 250 million." Yeah, that's what he's getting paid to yeah. do. He better deliver. Yeah, why does it fall on my shoulders? Exactly. You know, and so I mean, I'm still very excited about the Braves. I think we have a great team this year. We got. Um, we got some great pitching in the off season. We still possibly have Austin Riley, who came in last year from the minor leagues uh, when NCRT got hurt and took over in the outfield, and then was like lights out for like a month straight, and then he kind of cooled off. But he was originally a third baseman, and since we got rid of Josh Donaldson, like I'm like I'm hoping that maybe he'll come in, unless. Um, there's still been talks about the Braves getting Chris Bryant from the Cubs, which could possibly happen. I think if we get Mookie Betts next year. I think Mookie goes from the Dodgers to the Braves next Already? year. Already? Yeah, for sure. That fast? Yeah. 
I love how confident she goes. Yeah, like it's a stupid question. No, yeah, yeah, it's a done deal. They're not gonna. I think they're pay, they're gonna pay him an exorbitant amount for one year, which I guess they did. I mean, I don't know how many years his contract was, but well, okay, it was so, only up for one. So for the, everybody who's listening that cares about baseball, likes it, getting fired up because pitchers and catchers are out there right now, and you know we're getting into spring training, and mm-hmm. here it comes. Right mm-hmm. here comes the steamroller. Well, baseball is actually thinking over some pretty significant changes for next postseason. Did you hear about they're yeah. talking about taking the uh, from from ten teams up to fourteen teams or something, and 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 that will de- they're going to have more playoff to see who's going to get the wild card spot. So it's more of a ramp into the playoffs. Now I see you shaking your head, no, but don't you think it helps for the excitement of the sport? It it, it brings in more teams to the postseason, which can ignite more cities. Do you guys know all the details of this? I no. have them here, and I can read it to you if you guys are so if. You're so inclined. I, Go I, right I, ahead because there's, there's, I already hate it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of it I don't like. There's some of it that I think could work. Uh, mulling significant change to the postseason, increasing the number of teams from 10 to 14. Um, the best team in each league would receive – okay, let's so expanded wild card round. Uh, they're considering a move in which each league would have three division winners and four wild card teams. Uh, the best team in each league would receive a bye into the division series. The two remaining division winners and the wild card team with the best record of the four would each host a game. Wait, host- wait, wait. Go back, go back, go back. Each league will get three league winners. Three division, division winners, winners. Which we have now. Right. And four wild card teams. So we, we had two wild card teams before. Right. So we get four, from two to four. Okay, so four more teams in total. Uh, across both leagues, the best team in the league would receive a bye into the division series. The two remaining division winners and the wild card team with the best record of the four would each host all games of a best of three series in the opening round. Once the teams clinch and the regular season ends, the plan gets congested. Division winners with the second best record would select its wild card opponent from the three wild card winners not hosting a series. The division winner with the worst record would then choose its opponent from the remaining two wild card teams. The final matchup would pit the wild card winner with the best record against the wild card team not yet chosen. And here's the part that I really hate: all of the selections would be unveiled live on television the Sunday night of the regular final season final regular season game, reality TV style. Oh, that's gross. That that's gross. But okay, so. You're a traditionalist, it sounds like. I'm looking at I'm it's, looking at you making all kinds of faces and noises. And so I'm getting the idea that you're a traditionalist. However, adding four cities to the postseason excites baseball, excites the fan base. It gets more people revved up. It it includes more. I, I think there's that's an upside. I'm fine with it if the season's ninety games long. Why play hundred and twenty games if you're gonna make the postseason not if you're going to bring in all these wild cards, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's a good like, point. What so is the th- point of working your ass off for 120 games to win your division and then still having to play a wild card team and who, like who or be, a playoff be- or do like a one game playoff or best of three playoff again when it's like, well, what was 120 somebody, games for? Somebody gets a buy. Somebody gets a buy, which, so, the, which we've if never had. If you're the top of your league, you know, the AL or the NL, you get a buy. But again, it's like, you know, you can. I just, I, I didn't even like the 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 one game playoff either. I mean, I feel like there's, it should be, it should be three teams and a wild card team. It should just be four. Gary wants me to get closer to this mic. 
But here's the truth. It stinks like a horse shit. <laughs> it's, it's as if someone stuck this up their butt. <laughs> oh, thank God. And then put – matter of fact, I was starting to think, Gary's playing a trick on me today. Um, Gary's playing a trick on me today. He put this uh, – I'm don't. i not saying his butt, but like a dog's butt. <laughs> anyway. I just don't – It's. I know. Look. I don't like how long the season is if we're going to if – it, if it comes down to caveats at the end anyway. Like what is the point of busting your ass – all season, staying healthy because that's a big part of baseball. Staying healthy, mm-hmm. longevity, not wearing out your pitchers, not you know. So what does that mean? Putting Get, them on a count or a rotation, you know. It, now, right now, the World Series, you know, is played. Basically, it rolls into the first week in November. Are we talking about going to mid-November now? Is that that's what I'm saying? Like they have to shorten the the, the season if they're going to do that. They can't do that to players. Well, mathematically, business-wise, they're not going to. They're not going to fucking. They want to do it in the NFL. They want to add two games. Well, they want to add one game, which would be two weeks, which be, so that they have the, the two Super pre-season, Bowl they have two falls preseason on, games. They want to have Super Bowl fall on um, President's Day weekend, so that nobody has because people don't go to work on Monday anyway after the Super Bowl. So they'd rather it be a three-day weekend, which is when the All Star Game is usually. So the All Star Game gets effed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Boy, and athletes are like, wait, how does that work? I thought it was only going to be seventeen regular season games. Are they adding a fifth preseason? They have to add a second bye week. If they're going to add a game, they have to add a second bye week, so it turns into an eighteen week season. season. Okay, because you get two bye weeks instead of one. (sighs) But that would help them a lot with London travel and stuff too. Yeah, but it's like, but that's two weeks. That's just cutting down their off season by two weeks with no extra money and putting their body on the line. Like I don't think it's fair. Athletes, oh, I'm sure. They're, I'm that. sure they're going to fight back. Well, there's oh, going to be are. more money. No, I thought that the NFLPA has to agree to this, so they're going to. It's going to yeah. come with a new collective bargaining. They don't agreement. care about like two extra games of money. They'd rather have two extra weeks off to go on vacation with their family because it's such a long season between the summer and playing, and it's like you're not at home. You're so focused. You're like mentally exhausted when it comes to your family, and like two weeks away with your family matters more than. Three hundred thousand dollars. I agree. I mean, couldn't they just right now? There's four preseason games. Couldn't they just knock off one of the preseasons and make it a regular season? They can knock off two of them for all I care. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. It's 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 their it's basically their training camp. But okay. it's there to cut players. It's, yeah. it's to whittle down. I know the there's team. a there's a whole system built in. It's yeah. a whole paradigm. There's a model for this thing, and that's why any changes is going to be uh, cause a lot of consternation. Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like these are uh, sports seasons are just so long. Like basketball season is so long, and baseball season is so long, and I just and it never feels like football season is long enough. But you know, for the players themselves, it's very long season. You know, yeah, especially when you go and celebrate the Super Bowl, and then you have two weeks of liver damage. (laughs) 
added on top of that. Are you talking Tab- about me or the players? I'm talking about Tabs on Travs right now, wearing his like. <laughs> tabs on Travs. Tabs on Travs. <laughs> wearing his twenty thousand dollar Louis Vuitton coat to the parade. Yeah. And like getting fucking beer and shit, and I'm sure vomit all over it. <laughs> like that's, I was just like, that's what a baller does. <laughs> Trust me, I know. That's how I used to do it. So funny. And then I saw them go to the Post Malone concert in Kansas City, and uh-huh. like everybody goes nuts at the concert. It's like they're, you know, obviously they're superstars, but they're having it's some just fun. so fun that they're young and fun. And it, it, it's so fun to see a new regime kind of come in, is what Absolutely. the fun part is. Absolutely. And, and, and a small market, and the city loves the players, the players love the city. Uh, it was such a lot. It was fifty years coming. You know, it was just it was magical. And so, yeah, there, a, along with magical moments come magical parties. That's what's up. Did, did you hear speaking of the Super Bowl about the guy? In, I think it's Florida. Where does he live? That's suing the Super Bowl halftime show. Which, yeah. by the way, I didn't even know you could sue a Super Bowl halftime show. Well, you can't. It's just some lawyers trying to make a name. But that's like suing the color green. You know, know. what I mean? You're like, what? It makes me feel. Yeah. Envious. Yeah. <laughs> horny. I always think horny. Well, yeah, this guy is like some... <laughs> he's out of Ohio, I think. Oh, he's like a Christian activist. Yeah, what was his problem? He got all worked he up. He said too sexy. He went to masturbate, and he hates himself for it. Probably. That's usually what happens. When you are when you are that righteous of a person, you uh-huh. probably got caught second dick in a Chick-fil-A parking lot on a Sunday, <laughs> which is even worse. Yeah, because it's not even open. Not even open. It's not even you know, open. No, it's extra, extra... You know, angry. he was watching the halftime show. He got all jazzed up. He saw things that got made made tinglys down low. So he ran to the bathroom and he put hot lotion on it. <laughs> and then somebody walked in on him, and he screamed, "Forgive me, God!" And uh, it was J Lo and the, it was J Lo Shakira and Shakira. She did it with the hips. Her hips don't lie. Yeah, and I can't either. To the Lord. Yeah, and her demonic hips. He's suing them for eight hundred and sixty-seven trillion dollars. <laughs> It's like somebody asked a third grader, what's the highest number that you know? <laughs> like $867 trillion. Why don't you say a gajillion? I mean, yeah. just why, don't waste everybody's time. Like my dad says, multi-godzillion, you know, like that's yeah. not even a real. But it's like, does that is that the amount of money that it would take to make that guy comfortable burning in hell? Yeah. You know? And here's the thing, too. Uh, just for the record. $867 trillion doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, there's like... In the entire world. There's no... In the entire world. And a one and a two, yeah. like counting I'll, Honestly, I think all the currency, all the currency globally yeah. is somewhere probably, what, $70 trillion, if you, $80 trillion? If you were to count to a billion, it would take you 32 years. Okay. So there you go. So... Um, 32 years. But see, this is, what, this is what's wrong with our... <laughs> Our legal system is somehow this schmo got a lawyer to file and actually put in the documentation, mm-hmm. took time to type it, 80, $867 trillion. Um, um, Jeff, how much? Yeah. Oh, okay. $867 trillion. <laughs> It sounded like you said trillion. I did. According to Business Insider, there is only $80 trillion in the world. Thank you. I was close. What did I say? 70? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good for you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> he checks his wallet. Okay. Minus $17. I think, about it. I think about it every day. I think about it every day. I go, someday I'm going to have all the money in the world. And it's going to be $70 trillion. And then, then, then all, we'll see who's laughing then. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's right, Dad. <laughs> yeah. All Make you, fun of me all you motherfuckers. holy moly show. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to pay. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just feel like if there was a GoFundMe set up to put money towards watching this guy burn in hell for $867 trillion, I might donate to that. That might be the first GoFundMe that I donate to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I also like if we could sue a Super Bowl halftime show. Well, this guy, he's it, it's obviously never going to happen. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, and here's the other thing: people who do the Super Bowl halftime show don't even get paid. No, it's like Saturday not, Night Live. Yeah, they do not get paid to do that show. Saturday Night Live has paid the same amount since 1975 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for for the guest. Yeah, five thousand dollars for the whole week. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you don't do it – obviously, you don't do it for the money. You do it for – to be on an iconic show and to be the host and yeah. the, you know, the experience and the fun and the status that goes with, with mm-hmm. that. Same thing with a halftime show. Yeah. It's, it's, you're never going to get to perform on a stage that's seen globally. But Very it's also often. thankless. Like no one's gonna, not everyone's not gonna love it. Yeah, it's not for everyone. You know, D. Snyder says every year that it's it's BS that they never put like a real heavy metal or rock and roll band because that kind of music is blasted at stadiums all year long throughout the game to get people pumped up, and then when it comes to Super Bowl halftime, they never have Metallica play. No, and I, it's kind of it, he has a completely great he makes point. A, he may, I'm sitting here listening to you going that's actually an outstanding point. And you know, I please, I'm a huge fan of the heavy. Sure. So bring on Steel Panther. <laughs> yeah, Steel Panther. <laughs> I would love if Steel Panther I mean, did the halftime hell show. Hell yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so baller. So Just entertaining. Well, here's the thing. Tell me the tell me the last uh Super Bowl show you saw where people were like, that was great, uh, and no one complained. Prince. I don't even think Prince. I think people busted his balls. Really? Yes. I mean, I, I will mm-hmm. say, I, I remember Bruno Mars. He was great. He was great. Mm-hmm. But people didn't even like Timberlake, and usually he's yeah. like untouchable. And he did a great job. Beyonce is usually untouchable. People didn't like, but people still had yep. issues with her. Yeah, I just, it's one of those things where it's almost like uh, an Oscar host. Yeah, no, it it's a thankless it, job. It, 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 you do the job, and and somebody's going to bust your ball. Someone's going to criticize you. Someone's going to hate on you, and and for the most part, they do fine jobs. Like I, I've hosted things. It's hard work. It's very mm-hmm. hard, and you do it, and uh, you know someone's always going to have. Well, I don't like. I don't like. Basically, I don't like your face. <laughs> yeah. I don't like your style. I don't like your humor. And by the way, I get it. There's a lot of comedians out there. I don't like their face, and I don't like their style. But I can appreciate can their. Can you name? I can appreciate their work. Yeah. Do you want me to go down the list? <laughs> I actually keep it right here in my pocket. Hold on. Can you imagine? That would be awesome. Just, just start going out. <laughs> Very specific too. And just, a one. Yeah. And a yes. Um, but yeah. So it's one of those things where you know, no one's going to be happy. Everybody can shut up. Did you watch the Oscars? Fuck everybody. Uh, no, I did not. Oh, Kobe went number one in the in memoriam. It was really wonderful. Nice. Yeah. Starter. Wait, always. Grab the attention. Um, I checked in. I said I didn't watch, but I was checking in. Oh. I was checking in. Yeah, we watched. Um, I really hate no host. I really don't like... Everybody's tired of that shit. Yeah. And the, and the show went on forever and a day. Oh, for... It lasted a long time. A long Always. time. Always. It's a long time to pat the people up. Yeah. I was a little surprised by the Eminem performance. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Eminem fan. I've seen him live numerous times, but there was a definite... 
theme to that show, and it seems strange for them to bring out the one white rapper in the yeah. middle of this show that was very much about inclusivity and about. But I was kind of glad because it felt diversity. Like very yeah. like it felt like you were getting punched over the head with "Look at us trying to include everybody." But then, what were they? What was the point of bringing Eminem out to do that song? I love that song, and that's great. But that's a song from a movie that came out in two thousand three. Yeah, I just, I but never that's because that it. song just turned eighteen, and Hollywood loves things that are eighteen. <laughs> legal. It's legal. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, who fucking knows? But I was stoked as so a was human, I. like, because he didn't show up to the Oscars in two thousand and three when he was nominated because he didn't think he'd win, and then he won and like didn't even well, show up to pick the, up the award. Right, so. but there, somebody won an Oscar who was working with him, and because he's up there thanking Marshall Mathers, he goes, you know, I remember seeing he was holding the statue, and he's yeah. like, he's like, this song, it was a song, and he's like, you know, it's. Working with Marshall is amazing. He's, you know, all this stuff. And he was talking about it. So I was like, okay, well, it sounds like he's he, part of a team that wrote a song. Or I think 8 Mile it. did win some stuff that year. So maybe that's what you were thinking of. Well, it was, well, yeah, they won Best Song. But then they, they might have won other things in the, you know, for the movie itself. It yeah. was cool. I saw a, a picture from this year's Oscars. It was cool to see Eminem and Elton John reunited, reunited. after yeah, that their was Grammy really... performance back around that same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elton won. Good yep. for him. Yeah. That was uh, very special. Yeah. Um, I was asked to do some work at the Oscars. Oh, and, like an usher? As a, as a, I'm, a, I'm a, an Academy member, actually. <laughs> oh, you are? I am. So I actually voted. I actually voted. Oh. I vote. You, you vote uh, first to see who gets nominated. So uh-huh. you vote for the nominations. And then once the nominees are established, then you do another, a second wave of voting for the winners. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I always do my due diligence. I always vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I voted. That's a responsible member. Do you um, make an effort to see as many movies as possible? Yes. Well, I'm lucky because I get all the screeners. Yeah. So they send them to me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I, I mean, how many votes and, can you, like, how many times can you vote for Caddyshack before they're like, Rob, <laughs> it's not going to get nominated? The exact number is <laughs> twice, if you want to know. Before they, they go, you can't write it in anymore. What was your favorite movie this year? If you had to pick one, did you? I pick, look. I was. You don't have to tell me who you voted for, but I didn't know if you had a favorite movie this year. I had a. I had a couple. Uh, actually, I really liked um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. I thought that was just a tour de force of so many factors of Tarantino, of uh, Leo. Of Brad Pitt. That's why I was so upset that Leo didn't win because he played four different characters in that movie. Yeah, because he's playing him. You know, he's playing the regular guy. Then yeah. he's playing the the guy, the three different characters on in the three different films yeah. or TV shows. Yeah, he was playing uh, the guy from Bounty or yeah, uh-huh. Bounty Hunter. Then he was Rick Dalton. He's Rick Dalton, and uh-huh, you know, most yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he was, yeah he did he look he turned in they that he got nominated for a reason he turned in powerful I I thought that whole thing was just powerful performances I thought Joaquin's speech made me go oh this is why Todd Phillips got nominated for Joker because he has the patience <laughs> of a stop motion animator you know what I mean? like I well, was going to strangle Joaquin during the speech <laughs> when he, the moment he said inseminated cow I was like is he talking what, what? the I what the hell? I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, his performance was powerful. Yeah. It was a tour de force again. Uh, I also thought 
you know, there's like little things too. I, I love the subtlety, the nonchalant approach, and and yet at the same time, he could turn it up just right. You know, like um, Sam Rockwell in Jojo Rabbit. I thought. Oh yeah, Sam you know, Rockwell was great. He, and he was Rabbit. so he was also great in Richard Jewell, and he's just a great oh, actor. Yeah, he so he's good. just and I had the privilege of actually spending some time with him recently. And he's the nicest guy in the world. Oh. You know, so I'm a big fan of his, and I was really happy for him. Um, I was upset that the Richard Jewell guy didn't get nominated. I thought he was freaking fantastic. I thought he was fantastic, too. 1917 was a powerful movie. Way better than I anticipated. Great movie. Great. Um, uh, yeah, so there was there was a lot of really great films. Uh, Parasite obviously was you know uh, went home with all the hardware. I don't know if it deserved all the. hardware. I don't know if it deserved all of it. Um, but, As a Tarantino apologist, I was a little upset that he didn't get something. Yeah, screenplay maybe something because so, that was one. I think that was one of his best pieces of work. And upon first viewing, I was I was kind of like okay, you know. And then on the drive home, I was thinking more about it. And then I was thinking about the performance. And by the time I got home, I was like, I got to go see it again. Yeah. And then when I went back and saw it for the second time, which I did, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Because mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater and then I saw it the screener at home. And, and then I watched it like a couple times and I was like, this is wow. The attention to detail too. Just like – The way he made the city a character yeah. was something I, I think is probably unique to Angelinos. You know, people in Kansas City mm-hmm. may not understand what we're talking about. Yeah. But it was – crazy how much he was able to take the city the way it exists now and make it feel like it was definitely shot 1969 yeah totally and, that, and that's yeah. another thing too anytime you can take a, a the city and make it a character in your movie is awesome yeah. I, always, I love when they do it with new york i love when they do it with dc i love Absolutely. when they do it in la mm-hmm. and i love the fact that he wrote rewrote history because i when, always love that when, when i went in first i didn't know what to expect i knew it was something about the manson family and i knew it was Tarantino. So immediately I kind of hung my head low and I was like, mm, here we go. We're going to have a bloodbath. I'm going to have to see this orgy of violence uh, that you know happened. And then he did something different with it and I was filled with joy. Was I the only <laughs> one who was caught off guard when it finally turned into the Tarantino film you were expecting? <laughs> it literally made me kind of jump in my seat and I was like – and then – you know, 12 seconds into the sequence, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was what I thought Can I tell four you hours ago I was going to see a whole yes. movie of. Yeah. But no, here it is. And it just smacked me in the face. I just, I got to love that well, movie. But that's what's so and, great about Inglorious Bastards. Like, you want to see Hitler die. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's a fantasy. Rewriting. It's fantasy. Yeah, yeah, Rewriting yeah. that history. And uh, I got to tell you, when the, when the, when the, at the end of the movie, you know, when, when the shit goes down, it was so pure and violent but it was all it was all right yeah i i started giggling <laughs> yeah I know. but i i wasn't out of the moment do you know what i mean like right. i was i was watching it but i was going oh fuck oh my god and i, I was it was that satisfying like i haven't yeah. been uh moved and that satisfied by something i see on screen where it physically makes me giggle yeah. and laugh i mean it was one of those like oh shit yeah oh shit it's fucking on <laughs> and the dialogue was perfect and it was perfectly executed i don't know i i, I, I obviously i'm a fan anyway okay um but they asked me to do some work and i couldn't do it i just couldn't do Aww. it because i was i had i was had prior engagements and i was committed to things and i just couldn't get it done so man i don't know it would have been a fun night because i don't get to get dressed up that often <laughs> but i would have gone red carpet in my chief stuff, you know that. <laughs> yeah, you I figured would. you'd wear the bounty 
costume <laughs> with the chief's with gear the chiefs, over yeah, it. Yeah, chief's yeah. gear over it. I would have put the belt, the bounty belt, over the top, but it would definitely been chief's. <laughs> Just a chief's cummerbund on yeah. your tux. Yeah. Cummerbunds need to make a comeback. I I never knew they went away. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. I bought um, my when I, the first Emmys I went to. I bought my tuxedo. I had to go buy a tuxedo. I went to Oak Park Mall in Kansas City mm-hmm. and bought it there. And I went in, and some nice gentleman was like, "Well, what do you need, son?" I was like, uh, "I need a tuxedo." Well, well, come over here. And they had like selection of two. <laughs> yes, two. <laughs> This is for weddings yeah. and this is for proms. Yeah. Which no. one are you going to? Uh, more the wedding side, I guess. Because, <laughs> ah, yeah, it's classic. <laughs> you want the classic cut. I was like, you bet. I was also about 60 pounds heavier than So you bought a, a tuxedo for the Emmys at a mall? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, uh, I was very proud I of it. I guess people do that all the time. Got Usually it. not the yeah. actors. You got to <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> Fine. You know, it was it was uh, the Daily Show. They they don't yeah. have any money. Yep. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Trust um, me, I work for Comedy Central. Yeah, no. they never have any money. Um, other thing, uh, Pete Rose um, has uh, asked Commissioner Rob Manfred to let him into the as well. Home. He should. Yeah. No, I completely agree. With I've all been... the shenanigans that's been going on around here, I'm Uh-oh, like, enough. Rob just put a finger in the air, everybody. Uh. I want everybody to know that Rob just put a finger in the air and wagged it. Because it's some bullshit <laughs> up in here. <laughs> you, you, you just became a church lady. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me tell you something, Mr. Man. I mean, I've wanted him to go into the Hall of Fame before any of this happened. Yeah. When when Strictly. steroids was going down, I was like, they should let Enough is enough in. with Rose. Enough. Enough. Look, now, look, I understand baseball makes these power statements like with nine men out and, you know, all that stuff. But those mm-hmm. motherfuckers were gambling on the World Series and throwing games. Throwing like, games. Throwing games. He that's, was not doing that's that. Why, that's why they're never allowed back in. That's right. why they were banished for life. I don't think Rose falls in that category. No. I don't betting think he on does. himself, also betting on other games that he had no part or say in, you know. So like totally different, not different, the same thing. And, and Gambling's he, not and a faux pas like it used to be back then. And he's owned up to it. It's not like he's denying. Right. He's not. He's not sitting there going, "I never used steroids." No, he's saying, "I did it. I'm sorry." Uh, you know, I, I. But here's what I did. He gave, I think he gave a full account. Maybe I'm wrong. Did he give a full account of what he's done? As far as I know, he's given a full account yeah. from day one. He's been honest about it, which has been the thing that's kept him out, his honesty. And everybody else's la- dishonesty that lets them in. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little tired of this hypocrisy going on yeah. with regard to him. Yeah. Like, you've got a, you got a fucking a group of cheaters mm-hmm. who are out of control, wired with, with electronics on their body. And you think that's how is that worse? That's straight up cheating. Yes, I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's it's time it ends. It's time Pete Rose gets into fame mm-hmm. because you know if you do that thing, well, we'll put him in after he's dead. Well, fuck you. Fuck off. Yeah. What is no, that? No, I want to hear a speech. I want to hear where he just takes a blowtorch to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everybody. Yeah, I'm, I, in. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. I wish so much. <laughs> he gets in the Hall of Fame and they, they, you know, he gets up on the stage at Cooperstown and he just says, fuck everybody. 
I hope he gives the Joaquin speech from the Oscars <laughs> and talks about being a vegan and how we shouldn't drink cow's milk. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm just, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would, man, I would love to write that speech. I would keep it. I would keep it. You know, the greatest, one of the greatest speeches in American history is is the Gettysburg Address, and it's the shortest. Yeah. You know, it's like the easiest, shortest thing. The the guy that spoke before. Abraham Lincoln at Gettysburg that same day gave a three-hour speech. He was considered the greatest orator in the United States. He gave a three-hour speech. Lincoln got up, knocked that shit out in about five minutes and said more than mm-hmm. the other guy did and more powerfully than him. So sh- shorter is always better. So fuck everybody is all he needs to say. I think he gets up there and he goes, I just won $10,000 because I bet I would get in. Ah! <laughs> 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 ah! ah! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yes, I, I just ten to one odds. Put yeah. a thousand on it forty <laughs> years ago. <laughs> ten to one. He goes. I couldn't walk away. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Not take the bet? Oh, what? Are, am I an idiot? <laughs> Fuck all you motherfuckers! Fuck all you motherfuckers! I'm getting paid. You should have bet on me too, you idiots. <laughs> the day they said I was out, I put money down. <laughs> Anyway, I'd like uh, to thank Las Vegas and the Wynn Hotel <laughs> for taking good care of me. And don't forget the Thursday night buffet. <laughs> He's reading off of, of an index card now, just doing ads for <laughs> the people he wants to thank. Uh, Bovada. I like to thank DraftKings. Yeah. <laughs> Boots Williams Ford for giving me that loaner. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, all right. We have to go. All right. Um, thank you, guys. I think we covered a lot of ground today, and yeah. I feel good about it. We- <laughs> and Gary just fell again. <laughs> Gary. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, uh, friends. Thanks for listening uh, to Riggle's Picks. This is Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. And for Gary. <laughs> 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 <laughs>